Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. Today, we're here with Savannah Ray. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. So how, how's uh, the weather where you are? Um, I'm in Florida, so it's always hot. So, Well, I'm actually in Tennessee right now, so it is very nice. It's, I think, like 50 degrees outside, so some long sleeve. It's it's a perfect fall day, I will say. It's a perfect fall day. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. So we're going to start off with the hardest question of all today. Who okay. is Savannah Ray? <laughs> Savannah Ray is a lot of things. <laughs> Savannah Ray is a lot of things. If we're talking musically, I guess you could say, uh, Savannah Ray is an amalgamation of country, rock, Latin. <laughs> That's kind of the... Uh, the the tune that I give myself there, I think that that's what I am musically. As far as who I am personally, I'm just a 22-year-old girl chasing some crazy old dream, and it is what it is. <laughs> what you see is what you get with me. It really is. I'm an open book, and I'm, uh, I'm just, I always think of the George Strait lyric, here for a good time, not a long time. So that's me. That's Savannah Ray. I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Well, so we were talking earlier about your newest single, Pushing Up Daisies. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Pushing Up Daisies is actually, it's probably one of my favorite songs that I've had the chance to record. I, oh man, it's been a few years that I've actually had this song and I've held on to it. And I just, for some reason, I never felt like it was the right time, you know, to release it because it actually, it was written all in English. It was a completely English song. And lately I've been feeling like, hmm, what's something that I can do that kind of bridges all these different, you know, genres that I have. I got the country, I got a little bit of a rock edge and I wanted to bring, you know, something different in there, something that's not really seen a lot in country music today. And that is that Spanish Latin side of things. And so I was like, hmm, let me look through my catalog of songs, you know, to see what would be really, really cool for this project. And I just remembered, oh, Pushing Up Daisies. This was an incredible song um, that we had written, you know, however many years ago. And I was like, this is the one, I think. And I just, I put the seal of approval on it. I brought it to my management. I brought it to, you know, um, my team. And they were like, let's do it. And so I think it was recorded in about two weeks and mixed mastered all of that and I was like let's let's put it out and I had originally thought about putting out some different songs but I was like I think this is the time to put this one out one of my absolute favorite songs and I think it's such a fun song too the message behind it like pushing up daisies in your grave is just a really cool thing and we released it right before Halloween so it kind of tied into that as well spooky season and all that so it was it was such a blast to be able to finally do that song after so many years. Oh, it's a great song. So I'm glad you did. Thank you. Thank you. So was there something that inspired the writing of it? 
was there a particular moment where you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen with that song. Like, you know, <laughs> if they're really, I think it was this, this is going to sound really strange from a songwriting perspective, but the Spanish guitar that was on the original demo that we did is the thing that kind of triggered my mind to be like, Oh, this is interesting because you don't really hear a lot of, you know, Spanish guitar in country music. Um, you hear some of it in Texas country music and some of the red dirt scene, uh, but not as much, um, you know, in like mainstream sort of country. And I'm from Texas. I'm a Texas gal through and through. And so I love, you know, that Texas red dirt sound and that style and everything. And so it was here in the Spanish guitar that I was like, huh that could actually be perfect, you know, for this new venture that I'm kind of doing, mixing, you know, English and Spanish, mixing both of my heritages. And so it's, it's really quite interesting how that came about. And I'm just really, really glad the demo had, you know, some sort of Spanish guitar because it's an incredible song. But, you know, had that not been on the original demo, I would have been, oh, yeah, let's see what we can do with that. But maybe, you know, not have come up with some of the other stuff that we did. So really lucky that there was that on the demo. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank I definitely love, I love that because I, I'm a big fan of Spanish music as well. And I love to listen to the flamenco and, and the different, yeah. you know, and just, yeah. So I love when people merge things together. It's just so cool to me. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thank you. It was, it's so fun to, to be able to merge stuff like that. Cause like I said, it's kind of two different parts to me. You asked who is Savannah Ray. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I have a whole uh, Mexican side of things to me. That's like, I don't really get to show that as a country artist per se, you know, I'm just kind of, singing, twanging, all that good stuff. But it's like, I have this whole other side to me. Um, and so it was really fun to actually let that show for once. Wonderful. Thank so you. Tell us, who are some of the women that have inspired you to do music? Ooh, um, some of the women, I mean, I'm constantly inspired by women in music. Um, but I think the number one person that inspired me the most and is actually one of the reasons why I chose to do music is when I was around 11 years old, my parents would take me to a lot of different concerts. We were always being into concerts. I kind of give them the credit for my love and appreciation of music. They introduced me to everything at such a young age. And so, you know, you garner that love as you grow up, but they start taking me to concerts. And so so around 11 years old, me and my mom were at an Evanescence concert, and the lead singer of Evanescence, her name is Amy Lee. Uh, she's incredible, amazing, just mind-blowing. And I turned to my mom, and I was like, I, I just have this epiphany. I was like, hey, I think I want to do that. I want to literally be her. I don't know how, but I let's do it. And so thankfully, though, my parents took me seriously when I said this, and they enrolled me into vocal lessons and guitar lessons. And that's kind of how I got started. You know, it was from Amy Lee and how much of an impact she had on me when I was 11 years old. And I'm, I'm 22 now. So it's, it's been, you know, quite some years, but still, you know, that that's the kind of the starting point for my musical career. That's wonderful. And it's so nice to, that you, even though you're in country, you kind of have attributes to other music genres and not just the country area. I think that's amazing as well, because, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, of all women in general, and especially women front to bands like Evanescence. Like I, she is incredible. Amy is an incredible voice. So. Did we, did we lose sound? Hold on. I can't hear you. We may have just lost sound. Hold on. 
we're back in action now. We're officially back. Everyone can hear us. <laughs> Technical difficulties. It's okay. Zoom really hates me a lot of the time, so... <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. There's always technical difficulties online. It doesn't matter how prepared you are or how well you do everything. There's there's always a technical difficulty. It makes it interesting. Keeps life interesting. Yeah, yeah. It keeps us awake. Keeps us awake. <laughs> oh, so if you're ready, we can get into our fun little segment called 20 questions plus one. Yes. I know it should be just oh, called yes. 21 questions, but you know, it's, it's just been interesting. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Oh. Wonderful. And there are no right or wrong answers, as I like to say. Okay. Okay. So, first question, early bird or night owl? Oh, night owl. A hundred percent. I am bad in the mornings. I am on a musician's sleep schedule. I go to bed at three or 4 a.m. and I don't wake up until, you know, 11 or noon. It is what it is. <laughs> I just, I, I, I would love to be a morning person. I really would. I love the mornings, but just <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> oh, I totally understand. If you could be a member of a sitcom family or show, what sitcom would it be? A sitcom family or show. See, I don't really watch sitcoms, but I do watch. I don't know. I watch supernatural shows and I watch lots of period pieces. I feel like I would say Game of Thrones, even though that's like really aggressive. Um, I'm not sure if I actually that, that still works. That's I'm not sure if I actually want to be there. But <laughs> if we're gonna, you know, go, I like things like of historical value, and you know, that's kind of way back and at least mm-hmm. set way back in the day, even though it's you know not real. But I, I like kind of going back in time. <laughs> so anything from like the 1600s backwards. <laughs> Perfect. So what's your guilty pleasure music? Guilty pleasure music is <laughs> like 16th century loop music. Um, again, I really like the Renaissance <laughs> and <laughs> the times of, you know, castles and dragons and things. So, um, yeah, really old timey loop music. That's <laughs> great. Okay. So what's the sweetest or weirdest thing that a fan has ever done for you? Um, sweetest or weirdest? Those are two very different ones. <laughs> very <laughs> different answers. Um, but I'm going to go with sweetest. Um, I was traveling in Atlanta. I was on tour in Atlanta. And my dad offered to take me to the mall, which is not like my father. <laughs> he hates the mall. But he offered to take me to the mall. And so I, of course, would not pass up that opportunity. And so I get to the mall and there's like, I don't know, 20 to 25 uh, people that have supported me, you know, fans um, meeting us at the mall that he didn't tell me about that they kind of correlated together. And it was just like the cutest thing. And, you know, we spent a couple hours with them, just chatted, took pictures. It was so sweet and definitely something that I'll remember forever. That is really awesome. Yeah. Especially if that's surprising you like that. That was really awesome. Yeah, I know. I was like, I knew something is up. You don't come to the mall. (laughs) Oh, so boots or heels? Boots. I hate heels. I loathe heels with a passion. I used to like them. They're very pretty. They're very beautiful. Um, they have their time and place. If I'm going to a ball, I will wear some heels. However, I don't go to balls. So <laughs> like 
I, I I'm a cowboy boots girl through and through. Oh, wonderful. What's your favorite drink? Favorite drink. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. <laughs> um, favorite drink, honestly, water or lemonade. That's all I drink regularly. Um, and alcoholic is tequila. Mm. Does that have to be a margaritas or, or anything specific? Oh, no. Like straight tequila. tequila. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the uh, the guards are coming out in me. I guess there's the uh, there's that Latin side of me. Oh well, I'm right with you. I'm I'm tequila girl too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite holiday? A Christmas. I love Christmas so much, and I'm it's that season. Yeah, I'm I'm the person that puts up the Christmas tree the first day of November. I've already watched like eight Christmas movies. I'm ready. Christmas is my favorite. <laughs> So are you all decorated now or not yet? Um, we're halfway there. We had to buy a completely new tree because we're in a rental house right now that is quite smaller than we're used to. And our tree took up the entire living room. So we're like, okay, we need to reevaluate this. So we bought a tiny, tiny one, <laughs> but almost there, almost there. Wonderful. So what's your favorite animal? Favorite animal is a horse for sure. Um, I, I love horses. I was the weird horse girl at school. I, when I was like three years old, I used to think that I was a horse. Um, I would get on all fours at Walmart and run around and neigh at people. And my mom was, I probably embarrassed her a lot, but it is what it is. I like horses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your mom's probably thinking back. She's like, yeah, it was funny. It's all good. She was just like, are you okay? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was a horse at that point in time. So. Oh, if you could add anyone to Mount Rushmore, who would it be and why? Oh, man. And we're not talking political. Uh, it could be anyone. If I could add anybody to Mount Rushmore, <laughs> the first person that I thought of. <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to say it. Um, The first person that I legit thought of was Dolly Parton. Like, (laughs) I just, I think that she's like a national treasure. Mm -hmm. Like every single person ever loves Dolly. And if you don't, I'm not sure what to tell you. (laughs) Like, she is just a gem. (laughs) That's the first person that popped into my head. So there's my answer. I, I totally agree. That's what I always say too. So. That would be incredible. Dolly Parton next to like <laughs> the founding fathers. Yeah. She's our founding woman. So it's fine. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, so your parents took you to a lot of concerts, but what was your first concert? My first concert ever was a duo that was super popular when I was a kid, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, that whole thing um, called Allie and AJ. Uh, I don't know if you remember them, but they were super popular. I think they opened up for like the Jonas Brothers or Hannah Montana. I don't remember which one, but that was my first concert. And then whichever the Joe Bros or Hannah, whichever one followed them <laughs> up. That was my first concert. Love it. But which you, which do you, which Jonas Brothers your favorite? That's a really good question. I think. Uh, huh I never thought about that I think it's Nick (laughs) I think Nick was my favorite uh Jonas brother back in the day 
because <laughs> this is going to sound really weird too. I have really curly hair. It doesn't look like this right now. And he had super curly hair and I was like, we look like twins. <laughs> so I was like, that's the one. That's the one I like the best. He's cool. And he played a lot of different instruments. So I can always, you know, appreciate that from a musical standpoint as well. That's awesome. So tell our audience a song, an artist, uh, maybe an album that they should listen to before they die. Oh. Um, well, I think the answer that I would have chosen, number one, is probably something that y'all have all already listened to. My favorite artist of all time is George Strait. I know every single one of his songs. Um, just listen to all of his albums, every single one. That just, that's my answer. It is, it may be super basic of me, but I love George. So it's like, <laughs> there's no one else in this world I can recommend um, quite like George. The other person is a polar opposite to him. And that is a uh, co Wetzel. He's one of my favorite artists and uh, his albums are great as well. So there's my two. There's my two. <laughs> great choices everyone go listen to those and if you haven't heard george Strait, i don't know where you've been but you know yeah i, I just like that's the first person that popped into my head i was like well if you haven't heard george Strait before we need to go reassess oh so during our earlier question i think you may have answered this a little bit what would be a good theme song for your life <laughs> well a good theme song for my life you know there's so many different songs between like Willie Nelson on the road again. And that one song that's like, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> it my life is very wild, very crazy, very spontaneous. And I love every bit of it. There's just, there's always something going on, which is super fun. Um, so I think just something, something fun and upbeat would have to be, have to be the theme song to my life. Wonderful. There's probably a ton of those too <laughs> that we could just, <laughs> like you do example of just, yeah. you know, it comes to why when you said upbeat, I, I don't know what it is today. I've been on Casey and the Sunshine Band, Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. It must be a Monday. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, there's so many that I could pick just to be like the theme song of my life. Like what describes my life in one song? There's so many, <laughs> but I think uh, something, something like that. We're going to go with Willie Nelson on the road again. That, that would be pretty accurate. <laughs> so do you have a favorite author or book? I do. Um, Harry Potter, always and forever. I am the biggest Potterhead ever. Um, I'm totally okay with that. I love Harry Potter. I was at every, at least there was one, I think, the year that I was born. So I couldn't have been there. But every other one, <laughs> every other book signing, midnight book signing at Barnes and Noble, I was there. I was ready. I had like the whole fit on from the scarf to like, you know, the, um, I had my grandma make me a sweater just to match the books. I was at every midnight screening, the whole thing. So, yep, that's my favorite those are my favorite books. Those are my favorite movies. Definitely. Those cool. are them. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that most people never guess about someone, you know? So that's why we ask. Yeah. So yeah. What's the best thing since sliced bread? The best thing since sliced bread. You know, that's a very good question. What is the best thing since sliced bread? Huh. 
there's so many things that are just like the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've been going through a lot of random things in my mind. This is also interesting. I think I should have been born in like England or something again, but we don't really use them over here as much as people over there use them, but electric tea kettles, those are my favorite things in the world. I drink a lot of tea. You know, I sing, always drinking some sort of tea for my throat. And so an electric kettle is the greatest invention ever. It, it sounds very strange. He's like, well, why don't you just boil a pot of water? I'm like, well, it's so much easier if you just get this kettle thing and it takes like 30 seconds, man. It is the greatest <laughs> thing to slice bread. It really is. So they um, just started coming like over here to the Americas uh, not too long ago. But uh, people overseas, I have a lot of friends overseas. They're like, where have you been living? What rock have you been living under? We've been using these for years. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so great. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely don't use those. And now that you said that are coming over, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I just go start the coffee maker, don't put any coffee in it, get some hot water. Yeah, like, I tell you, it is a life changer. It's really quite a beautiful thing for somebody that I'm allergic to coffee. So Mm. um, I don't drink any of that. But I, I can drink tea. So I'm like, okay, I got my electric tea kettle and my tea bags. I'm set. (laughs) Well, that's an interesting tidbit. I've never, I, you're the first person I can honestly say that has told me they're allergic to coffee. I've never, yeah, that's really that, unique. That was a sad discovery. That's <laughs> a really sad day in my life. I could understand because there are some really good coffees out there, but then, you know, we have some really bitter American coffees that I'm just like, yeah, you know, those are not real coffees. They're, they have caffeine with water. That's it. So, yeah, it is. It was a sad day. I, I finally got to the point where I liked coffee and I, you know, I was like, okay, this is great. However, I'm sick. What's making me sick. Oh, it's the coffee. So that, uh, that was a really, really sad reality that I had to face. Oh, that is, I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. It's okay. It's okay. We have tea. We have tea. So if you could talk to anyone, Alive or dead, who would you want to talk to? And what would you want to talk about? George Strait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I'd ask him just about music and life. I just think that maybe to sit down to dinner with someone like that, you know, and just pick their brain because he's been, you know, king of country music. So it's, I bet you he just has so many different stories and so much wisdom to share. Um, just, you know, so much knowledge for somebody like me just to pick his brain like that. That would be super, super cool. Like I would, you could just kill me after that. Like I'd be done. <laughs> just take me out after that. I'd just die happy death. It'd be so cool. No, no, we're not going to kill you. We're going to make you sing then. No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, so if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? If I wasn't doing music, well, the first thing that I ever wanted to be, again, horse girl over here, I wanted to be a horse trainer. Um, so I'd either be doing that or I've always been interested in real estate um, for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I just <laughs> enjoy houses. Um, and so I'd either be doing horse things or real estate. And I was really interested in doing something in the medical field for a little bit. So maybe something in the medical field. I don't know. I, I really <laughs> can't see myself doing anything other than music. 
But if I was, it would definitely be something in, you know, horses or <laughs> houses, horses or houses, maybe both. <laughs> you figure out both. Yeah. You know, cause I think they've started doing those, the barns with the, the top areas where they start doing houses in them, you know, like I've seen a couple of re- conversions like that. They were pretty cool. We can sell ranches. There we go. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Perfect. In our free time, right? <laughs> exactly. If you could be a Disney character, what character would you be? Ooh. Well, my favorite Disney movie um, is Hercules. And I feel that it is quite underrated, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Whenever I ask people, you know, what's your favorite Disney movie? They always give me the oh, I like Pocahontas, or I like Cinderella. I'm like, what about Hercules? <laughs> but I love Greek mythology and a lot of uh, that kind of history and stuff. So naturally, my favorite one is Hercules. But uh, Meg from Hercules is kind of my spirit animal. Um, so that's that's the lady that I would be. She's me through and through. <laughs> well, if What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. That's one of my favorites. And then there's another one called Moose Tracks. I think that that's an all over thing. I don't think that that's just like a Texas thing. I think that that's like an all over thing. It just has like pieces of fudge in it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, cool. 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 I, I get confused sometimes because there's just so many things in Texas that'll like say, you know, to people outside of Texas and they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, because it's not a, <laughs> not a national thing. Yeah, you know, I'm from the Northeast. So originally when we came south, you know, and obviously I knew grits and greens and different things. There's just some things I'm like, what? what, what I'm sorry, what are we having? <laughs> like, yeah. <it> was, yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite go-to snack? My favorite go-to snack. I love, um, if okay, well, there's a difference. If I'm being healthy <laughs> or if I'm not caring, <laughs> my favorite go-to snack is I love smoothies if we're being healthy. If we're not caring, it will be mac and cheese every day, all the time. It's pasta. If I had the choice, I would eat pasta for every meal, every single day for the rest of my life. It's just, it is what it is. I like pasta. I like pizza. I'm an Italian food kind of gal. So those are, those are my picks, but we're going to go with smoothie. <laughs> oh, we're going to smoothie. Okay, got it. <laughs> oh. Wonderful. So hypothetically, if I need to hide a body, do you know a good place? Yeah. Perfect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> Got the uh, shovel ready. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Cause you know, there are some people that are like, uh, no, I've never thought about that before. Then they start thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you don't have to think about it. But sh- <laughs> I'm like, Good. yeah, I, I didn't actually kill anyone. I swear. <laughs> and then there's me. Uh-huh. I got you. <laughs> good friend. Good friend already, you know. <laughs> Ride or die. So as Paula always says, since she asked this question, this is the most important question of your life. Okay. Who is your favorite CWC host? Paula. Paula is my favorite. Oh, yes. So Paula, I hope you're watching. You get to enjoy this. So yeah, you're getting you're, caught up to Tigger, Paula. <laughs> sending you all the love. <laughs> oh. 
So tell us, what do you have planned? Obviously, we're, we're dwindling down here in 2021, but what do you have planned for next year? Um, you have some tour dates, some, some new music. What's happening? Yeah. I have been in the studio so much recently, um, so much. I have a ton of new music that I am sitting on and just kind of waiting to release. So excited to get those out into the world. Um, I'm not sure whether it's going to be an EP or an album yet. Uh, haven't decided, but I got a lot of tunes. Got a lot of tunes. Can't wait for them to see the light of day. And yeah, I mean, we're are, we're just really working on my touring schedule right now. Everything kind of went kaput last year. And so, you know, as things are finally starting to open and back up and ramp back up, we're trying to get all those dates locked in. So I just got confirmed a uh, festival with Jason Aldean. So I'm very excited about that. So we're, you know, we're, we're trying to get these festivals here, there and everywhere else in between. Of course, people are a little hesitant still, um, but you know, as many dates as I can possibly fit, um, which are filling up pretty fast. So I'm very excited to get back out on the road. I was supposed to have about 250 days in 2020 uh, that I was supposed to be out on the road. And so it's uh, (laughs) definitely didn't look like that this year for anybody. So we're all okay. 2020 is our year, guys. (laughs) So we're definitely going to hit the ground running. And I'm just very excited, you know, to get back into the swing of things. Wonderful. And that's a lot of touring out now prior to COVID and everything. Did you, were you out in about 250 days or you're saying? Um, um, I was a little bit less than that. Uh, 2020 was supposed to be the, the really, you know, that, that was supposed to be 250 days. So um, that was a shame that that went down. I only got to play about three or four of them before everything closed, but we're uh, slowly, but surely getting stuff like that back. So it's a, it's a process, but you know, it is what it is. It's just the world that we live in today. And so we're uh, taking it as it goes, taking it day by day. Wonderful. Well, we'll definitely look forward to seeing you somewhere next year out live. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk again soon. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure having you on. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for supporting the new single and all of that. Thank you. Anytime. It's our pleasure, that's for sure. And thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode of Crazy Women Country. Have a great day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.